so no. The one on Adam Clayton Powell? Who? Oh, yes, that's her. That's oh, mother. Is it? I thought Adam Clayton Powell was the one uptown on 140 something. No. Are they good? They're, 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 they're tolerable. Delicious. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, nothing wrong with it. It's quick. Listen, if you're eating Chinese food in America, you're first off not eating Chinese, Chinese food. food. Right. <laughs> secondly, but there's some like good, dope, good. And then secondly, you get what the fuck you get, and that whether it be chicken, how, dog, rat, cat, pigeon. <laughs> okay, next. That one. is how <laughs> they have done it in New York and America for years. Fast track, girl. Fast track. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Damn, they said an hour though. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna speak into the mic, and then we're gonna run. We're gonna run with this thing. Are y'all ready? He is. DJ, you ready? Test him one, two, three. Speak into the microphones. One, what? Two, three. Hello. Okay. Start the music. <laughs> Another episode of the Shade Parade. Haven't we gone over this already? Having succeeded in life unaided, I am at I Hate Vicky Villaness. And I am here with my co-host, who is the Oprah to my Gale. Run away and take her hand. She's la 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 leaving Neverland. Ari Kiki. Wow. <laughs> so many things to digest right there. So many. There wow. Was lot, there was a lot of shit that You connected so many dots. <laughs> I really wanted to get, I just really wanted to get everything in this week. It was a busy news week. As dry as last week was. True. This week was plentiful. Moist. <laughs> Drenched. Um, hold on. Before we get all up into the, the gig, let's, um, let's, uh, show people where they can go to give us some love. You're listening to The Shade Parade, hosted by Ari Kiki. And Ari Kiki. You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Shade Parade, hosted by Ari Kiki. And Vicky Villanas. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, and maybe we'll read it on the air. Send it over to the official shadeparade at gmail.com. If you'd like to start a conversation with us on any social media, use hashtag shadeparadepod. And to find us and other podcasts of color and to let other people know you're listening to the Shade Parade, use hashtag podin. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at shadeparadepod and on Facebook backslash the official shadeparade. So, uh, before we get into our weeks, I would like to introduce you guys to our guest this week. We are being joined by Wadey G of the G-Listed blog and podcast. Hey, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. What's tea? What's the tea for today? (laughs) So, uh... This is Weedy G, like I said, of the G-Listed podcast and blog. And um, we're going to get to know our good, good Judy over this next uh, hour and a half. So um, 
Waity. Yeah. How you doing, boo? I'm great. I'm glad to be here with you all. And honey, my Long Island nice tea got me together. <laughs> Welcome to the Shade Bar. Uh, with all of our drinks purveyed and poured by uh, the amazing DJ, our producer. Yes. The amazingly over uh, heavy-handed DJ. I don't know what he's talking about, okay? <laughs> <laughs> heavy-handed pour. Yeah, I'm mad. I mean, <laughs> these bargain rate prices. <laughs> I mean, for a $7 Long Island iced tea, I will suck the alcohol out of a deodorant stick. So, <laughs> Hey, at least your mouth will be clean. And fresh. And tasty. <laughs> so, Wadey, we usually go over our weeks during this part of the show. And um, for your part of the week, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. Um, but, uh, Ari, did you do shit this week? Which, uh, sure. you do well, since week? last week, you couldn't hear what I did. Yeah, because you, you, oh, we couldn't hear what we, you did. Yeah, last week, I did nothing, apparently. Mm. No. <laughs> we had some testicle difficulties, so yeah. my week was cut short. <laughs> Yes. yes, I sure did. That's the whole thing. Never yeah. heard that before. Yeah. It's better than pancreatic cancer. Oh, yes, it is. You leave Alex Trebek out of this. <laughs> Jesus. It is Too so soon. What is, what is how about you going to get slapped for that for $300? <laughs> and it's not the Daily Double. <laughs> Come on, two for one special. Yeah. Oh, laughing at this man's misery. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, last week I had my drag race at a uh, gym bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time doing it on Thursday. It was uh, eventful, to say the least, but it went well eventually. Oh, that's right. Everything broke down. And we we had out. a sound issue for about a half an hour. Um, but we resolved it. The episode played. We saw who went home. Surprise. Uh, because I know who goes home every week. Yeah, anyways. you know. All uh- <laughs> glad that you have a little foresight on some stuff so thank you for that energy. you're welcome <laughs> uh and then last week we did karaoke at jim bar it's officially now every week uh so i'm excited about that singing singing people's praises now singing uh, people going through therapy basically at, yeah uh, i read an article about people who take uh karaoke too seriously and how they just need to chill the fuck out oh i can see that totally yeah we have like one or two regulars that are actually decent sounding um but that's not what it's about. It's about having a good time. And like I yeah. say, you don't have to have talent or range to do karaoke. Or come from Broadway. Just like you don't have to have talent or range to be on the season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh Who said much? that? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Talk much. about Ooh. it. Ooh. Heavy. Did I, did I just, There's your daily double. <laughs> Damn. You can't, you're, she just lost for words. <laughs> I'm um, she was looking for buttons to press. I, I didn't I can't find one. I'm like, oh my god. Where to go? Um, press buttons, not clutch pearls. I performed. <laughs> I, I usually try and do two numbers at karaoke: one to open the show and break the ice, and one later on down the line just to keep the things going. And I tackled "Take on Me" by Aha from the oh, '80s. Love it. And I was very surprised at how well, how decently I did. Oh. Uh, beyond the uh, limits of alcohol I was in at that point. <laughs> the high note at the end. I reached it. Yes. I reached it. I couldn't come back down, but... <laughs> <laughs> you were just talking she like was, this for the rest of the Hello, hello. Was all up here. She was very oh, lightheaded. Hey, she was very lightheaded. Um, and then Saturday, the rampage at Phoenix Bar. Katrina couldn't make it because she was recovering from her trans surgery. And... No, it's, it's a lie. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke. What? 
Oh. Yeah. She's fighting the flu or a fever or something. Oh. Is that what they call it? Um, oh, but I also went mean. to Cracker Barrel for the first time with a lot of McGriddles. You went to Cracker Barrel. Yeah, That's in New York City? No, it's in Jersey. It was a two-hour uh-huh. drive. Ooh. What? I wasn't driving. Thanks. I was on Instagram. <laughs> you better be that good. It was actually, I mean, for $8 a meal, that's not bad. Oh, yeah, but you had to go all the way to Over Jersey. a bridge in Again, time, I did not drive. I was just the passenger. Um, but we had a good time. She wants to make it part of our daily, uh, our weekly routine whenever we work together. She wants to drive out there and eat right around. Two hours at a time. Right. And then we came this back. Was after, this was this after. before the show. Oh. And then after the show, we went to IHOP. And we just comparing the differences of how bad. Uh, no. <laughs> like, I definitely need to go to IHOP with y'all again. That was, you had a good time. That was. It's a show. It's because just, we're both wasted. I'm out of drag within 10 minutes of sitting down. She's still in full phase, eating like a fucking uh, hungry, hungry hippo. (laughs) I can say that. (laughs) A drunk, hungry, hungry hippo. And I love her for that. It's a show. I've I've never recorded her actually eating because I know better. I I, I love her friendship too much. (laughs) Uh, What else did I do? Uh, That was it for the week for the most part. Yeah. I mean, you you had more of an eventful week than I did. That's typically the case, though. Recently. Um, but yeah, I went home and I, uh, have been What's home? Our, uh, going to my house, you shady bitch. Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm Let me take a sip of my over heavy pour alcoholic beverage. Mm. I'm going to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been working on rebellion shit and I'm doing... Yeah, you're um, a busy bee. Again. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing, uh... Costume pieces for this drag queen that I know. Mm. Um, for like this weekly thing that she's doing, or attempting to do. Yeah, busy um, bitch. So, yeah. are you finally using all that fabric that's been collecting dust in your shelf? Yes. Yeah, I'm just pulling shit off shelves and cutting it up and being like, "That's a dress. Yeah, that works." I just messaged. I mean, if Go you ahead. can listen, if you can do it on the runway, then why not? Sashay. I just okay. uh, messaged this queen. Uh, What's her name? Gloria Swan Song. She does like vintage looks. Mm. Uh, and I found like a bag of fabric that we have bought together at Astoria Fabrics of like 18 oh, yards of this shit. chiffon. Oh, is it the purple chiffon? It's the one of the, yeah, it's like purple yeah, animal yeah. print or something like that. I don't remember buying 18 yards of it, but I sure did. And she's like, I'm glad you have that much. Let's play. Um, Riveting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. Abrupt. <laughs> so, weighty. Yes. We want to introduce our audience to you. So, how are you doing? Um, I'm single and fabulous. I can only imagine. Yes. Um, Shout out yes. to the dude I dumped um, last week. Yes. And he dumped the reason! What was the reason? Oh, God. Oh, I can say it on here? Oh, okay, you can. So, it's up to you whatever you want to share. Put it you? like this. It's open air, girl. But just put it like this. I don't do breaks. I break up. Oh. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Take your things and get on your merry way. <laughs> How long are you guys together? Um, Not that long. I mean, we were seeing each other off and on for two years, but made it official for five months. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, fuck buddy status upgraded. Exactly. There you go. Yes. Shout out to the other two fuck buddies I had during that t- those two Whoop. years, too. Whoop. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All the tales. 
So we give our audience a brief overview of who you are, what you do, how fabulous you really are. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, because I'm more fabulous to in people's minds than I am in my mind, you know? Well, that's all that matters. Okay. So <laughs> how am I? I? I mean, I'm fucking great. I mean, I could, I, we could cut. You can cut. I'm great. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. great. She um, made it on. She today is when, or you know, today or this week is this week, and I just love just hanging out with you guys, talking. Even before the show, we were like really kicking. Mm-hmm. What, have you, what have you been up to this week? What have you been doing? Sheesh, really, really planning my travels for April and May because I'm like in May, I'm going everywhere: mm-hmm. Toronto, yeah. Cancun, um, Fort Lauderdale, DC, whatever, wherever. And then also just you know working on the blog, doing some creative stuff, reinventing the look of it. Um, Oh, you know, a couple of my friends took me out to celebrate my breakup, and that's good that was friends. about it. That's, that's how, that's how. Well, I told them to. So. <laughs> it wasn't like they thought of it. No shade to you guys. I had to tell you to do it. <laughs> and I love you for it. Thank you. And to the one who decided to have other plans at the last minute. Oh, oh. Love you. Love wow. you all. <laughs> I mean, I still text him. He's one of my good, good friends. <laughs> I didn't press that button. No, see, I'm sitting on the, I'm sitting on DJ side right now. Yeah, so, so you I'm can like see everything on out. the producer side. So yes. I might get I might just reach over her and I, just, I, just get. Some I would love to have access to that on a regular basis. We, this show would be like all sound effects, okay. <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So, Wadey, you mentioned your blog. How long have you been blogging? I've been blogging since 2005, but wow. I used to do Oof. I used to do like urban black celebrity gossip first until I just got tired of it because it's a it's a chore. Yeah, and doing that with a full time job ain't the business. Hello, hi. Because you compete at that time. I was competing when media takeout was young, when mm-hmm. boss up was young. I mean, that's who I came up with doing that stuff, mm-hmm. and then also too just being in that whole celebrity. I was doing PR work. I used to host concerts in Chicago. And and ran parties and all kinds of stuff. So I couldn't keep doing that and none of the celebrities would want to fuck with me, you know? True. So I'm like, okay. And then also too, like by 2009, I was really, I mean, being that so- half of the parties I was doing was for the gay scene of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And and I was just like, dang, you know, how can I do the mixture of both? Because neither audience is going to like want the crossover so i quit for a year and a half started the g list and when it was g list society in officially in january 2012 and then turned into the g listed in 2016 because that was the name i wanted but it was unavailable and then all of a sudden lo and behold it became available in 2016 so it's g listed forever congratulations yes But I really love, like, blogging more about, like, LGBT stuff, what's going on in the urban scene. Not so much newsy, but, like, who's doing what, who are the influencers. I would love to feature you guys in your podcast on there. So, you know, that's what it's all about. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, I was I was on your blog um, maybe two days ago, Uh-oh. and I noticed that you did a lot of the follow-up of the Jesse Smollett story. And, and more so on Twitter, or on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, we kind of followed the story. I mean, we certainly followed the story here and ultimately ended up deciding to stop talking about Jesse until he's actually brought 
to court and things are figured March out. March 14th. Oh, well, next week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Gag. Next week. I wonder if it get the OJ I'll- treatment. Nah, just kidding. Words on TV. <laughs> and then everybody skipping work and skipping be, the soap opera. I'll be sitting right in the break room on YouTube okay. Live watching this go down. <laughs> yes. Thank God for YouTube. I feel like back in the day, it took forever for court cases to see daylight. And I feel like now it's like fast tracked also. Yeah. yeah. It's like well, you get also, the Disney Fun Pass. So, like, get to trial. Like, yeah. Straight to it. Straight to it. I feel it's at the end of the month. Like, well, and, and the, mind you, all of this is in Chicago. So, yeah. I'm like this. Bro. Isn't that crazy? I'm a black male. I just don't want to be a celebrity black male in Chicago. <laughs> Not until like 2021. So, like, until all their cases and, and they get their jail time done. And then I could come back to Chicago. Hilarious. Sorry, so, Dad. So, Wadey, you have this successful blog. So, why start a podcast? <sighs> I've been wanting to do a podcast for about a good two or three years, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a Virgo, an only oh, child. You too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, Virgo says. <laughs> so, okay, so you know the number one thing about us is perfectionism. Absolutely. And for me, that has gotten in the way of my <laughs> creativity. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> the lies, the lies, the lies. I think it's the idea of perfection. Okay. Let's put it that way. So, so you know, it was just like, I wanted to do a podcast, but I kept like changing my mind on how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was just me fighting my other business partner, which is myself. So it's me versus <laughs> me. And that's why I never got done until recently. That sounds familiar. Yes. Lady yeah. versus lady. And it's just, it's, I mean, but I'm glad to do it. I did one episode. I have another one, but I put it in the can. And uh, cause I'm, I'm kind of like still figuring out how do I want to do it? So yeah. what I did is I turned all of that, what I was going to put into the podcast for now into vlogs. Okay. That, that's good. I love blogging. Well, that yeah, makes sense. That's really good. Come into the podcast. Yes. 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 Come, come into the podcasting life. Well, look, I'm being inspired by you too. So well, I mean, it took us a minute to get into team. weekly. Yeah, it took us a minute to get weekly just because schedules, schedules and that's like, too. We were doing it like once every month, I want to say roughly. No, I mean, I we tried to do it. I think we, we tried, tried to, to do it once a month. But it came out more like once every two weeks, once a month. Yeah. It was, it was whenever you can. Right. Yeah. Kind of like a web series on YouTube. Exactly. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? Come on. And you know what? This is what I love about doing it with y'all. Y'all drag queens. So, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm a drag queen, like, on the low just because my shade comes. Com- comic time or whatever is like a drag queen mm-hmm. and so when I do it around other people especially friends everyone's like oh my god you're so shady and I'm like no this is just natural this banter kind of conversation this girl yes get sweet. into it right the venom just comes out I am right I said what I said and what you said was some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so your podcast is your podcast just like your blog where you talk about lgbtq issues and pop culture and hip-hop news and i'm sitting here pretending like i didn't listen to the episode so that i can have you explain it to everyone else no i i I don't mind explaining so yes it it is all the above especially like what what i'm really proud of the podcast and just even the g-listed overall was um i was one of the first LGBT media who really fought for 
um, the presence of like LGBT people who do hip hop and R&B music. Mm-hmm. And even, and I'm mean from the independent level all the way up to mainstream. That was something that I noticed on this, your first episode, the most recent episode that you had, you have, I want to say two or Crawford. three songs. Yes. Yeah. I love this album. I, Hi, think I just want to say, I think that's a really great way to like help out the community and also to get other people really interested in a new upcoming artist. So, yes. Class for that one. Thank Thank you for noticing. Thank you. <laughs> That's a long that applause. applause. Hello. That is a long applause. Okay. <laughs> but, but we love it. Or as we like to say here, the shape, shape parade. That's four snaps and a Z formation. Yes. <laughs> Zero snap. <laughs> I wasn't ready. It's from Men in It's men from Men in Oh. How you living, what? living. Oh no, girl. She older than both of us. Why is she asking like she oh, don't know? We missed that. <laughs> it, it, it just, it just, oh, it so, sure it did. Wait, is there anything else you're working on? Anything you'd like to promote right now? So, um, shout out to my dear sis, Gregory Douglas. Um, he has his annual LGBT music fest. It's um it's a traveling, it's a Memorial Day weekend Caribbean destination. Travels to different parts of the Caribbean. So it started in twenty sixteen. The first two years was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um last year twenty eighteen was in um Dominican Republic. What's that place everybody goes to? Butacana. And this year, <laughs> this year we're going to Cancun. So I'm glad to be all part of four years. I'm I'm the media sponsor of Thank the LGBT you. Music Fest. Twenty rooms are left, so make sure you oh. book your spot at lgbtmusicfest.com. Is there a you promo can pay code? Me some more money. <laughs> no, it's just Gregor to pay me some more money. <laughs> no, but that's my business. So love her, love her, love the trip, and I really want people to come. I would love for you guys to come. Sounds if like not fun. this year, next year, then yeah. when the is episode. it roughly? Huh? When is it roughly? Well, it's always Memorial Weekend. Okay, always sorry, Memorial you did say weekend. that. I would love. I would love that. Um, is there any? Where Where can we find you? What's your social media handles and tags and shit? Simply the G listed G L I S T E D dot com. Follow me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. The G listed. And you can follow me on OnlyFans. <laughs> Porn up here. <laughs> Lies. Guys, how are we doing on drinks? It's cute. Real cute. I'm trying I'm really sipping slowly. Are you? I mean, I, I'm the only cheese. one that's done. She's over here keep cackling in this corner. I know she's drunk. She's seeing stars. Oh, me? Because I'm no, quiet? Oh, this one. Mm-mm. Yes. How was your drink? I'm done. Gone. That's yes. You can't put these small glasses. <laughs> okay. Portion control. I don't sign up for portion control. You know what? Should... <laughs> Ooh, that means body bag music right there. <laughs> yeah. SW... I was like SWB. SBU, not SWB. So guys, we're going to take a break And when we come back, we are going to do a round of Fleming Topics And (laughs) Solange releases an album And what do you think about this? We are Sitting through four hours And we have finally left Neverland And (laughs) I got some thoughts R. Kelly Is outraged And Gail King Has some questions Wendy Williams returns to the Wendy Williams show and everyone wants to know where's Wendy? Uh, great gowns, beautiful gowns. 
one of your teenage heartthrobs dies at 54, and another daddy is on Grindr. Victoria, the girls let Victoria know the secret, and the secret is, bitch, you're done. And Monet Exchange starts some on-board drama with some shady haters. We got that and the Q&A of the week with some really super, super duper powers. We're going to take a break, and um, I'm going to pop this uh, Travada. We'll be right back. If you'd like to donate to The Shade Parade, go to patreon.com slash The Shade Parade. And to get your official Shade Parade merch, go to teespring.com slash Shade Parade Pod. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share on all forms of social media, but most importantly on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Fire bling. Let them know you're shady. You know you want our faces on some shirts. You know you want us. I mean, don't you know, just want to like, like, help, help us with that out. Yeah, I'm single. I'm a, I need attention. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome was... back, guys. We are, oh, it's fine, it's fine. It's, the, the veil has been completely removed. Everybody knows the show's a fucking mess. I am here with Wadey G of the G-Listed blog, and I am here with that other bitch that's on her phone doesn't really need an introduction. I'm ordering my Samsung Galaxy S10. Whatever. So we're going to do Flaming Topics. (laughs) And um, to start off Flaming Topics, we are going to jump right into this Solange album. I am going to be real with everyone in the room. I gave her one good listen. And, and what did you find? <laughs> Nothing. Just noise. I wanted to speak into the hole. <gasps> oh. Tell it into the hole. No, I just didn't. I don't know. It was. It didn't grab me the first time. I might need to go back and listen to it again. But as right as like as for right now as a first listen, it I needed a little something more. She gave us so much on the last album. There was so much content there. Can I jump right in on Please. that one? Okay, so and mind you, I love music. Mm. I'm a I'm a <laughs> R&B music connoisseur. So okay, so on my first listen, and I put it all over my social media and stuff. I said that was butt ass garbage, especially compared to her last album, yeah. which was a seat at the table. And people try to come for me. No, 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 why, 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 why? I said first of all, that was black Twitter music, and what I call black Twitter music is this little group of black Twitter people who just loves anything that sounds like nothing but want to call it art. <laughs> and so I'm like, yes, that's black Twitter, and and they love her. They stand for her, not her sister. They as much, but they stand for her. That's black Twitter music. Now, so in comparison to our other two albums, and I want y'all to follow me on this one. Have you listened at the two albums that came before that one? You're very familiar with the seat at the table. She was getting all of these accolades. Oh my god, his album of the year, next eliminator above lemonade okay cute yes it was and then before that true which i feel like was her underrated album the song losing you parking lot song i forgot how that go but i mean i know how it goes because i played that more than a seat at the table two very good albums true came out in 2012 
Yeah, this one's like, like fifth. Fit. It yeah. is her fifth. Because yeah. the other two didn't matter because she was a teenager trying to find her way in their first album with that song with Bow Wow. And then the second one, she tried to do, I decided. That's the and one I we, remember. we decided okay, not I to listen it. to that anymore. <laughs> so then... Well, so then I remember it, it got featured on the Noah's Ark soundtrack. Exactly. Yes. Sandcastles. And oh. that melted away because Beyonce's um, album with Sandcastles that came out a few years later. We love that song a little bit more. So back to the 2012 when she did True, it was like, okay, Solange, I get it, cute. But guess who did that album? That was Blood Orange. You might know him as Dev Hines or Blood Orange. He's gay. He's fabulous. Great songwriter, producer. But, and then we get, that was 2012. Mm -hmm. See, at the table, it was mostly written and produced by Raphael Sadiq from Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes, legend, legend, pen, everything, music. Yes, yes, yes. So everybody's like, oh, my God, this is, like, so outstanding. And then you get to, what is this album even called? I don't know the name of it. Exactly. So I'm going home. I don't know the name of it. I'm going home, kick me out the house, whatever the song was called, because it should have been called Kick Me Out the House. A Walk to Remember. Yeah. So so then we get to this album and guess who is the main writer and producer for it? Solange. And it sounds like it. Mind you, this is why a lot of these artists really need better or should I say more talented people to write their music and produce. Mm. The end. Uh, well, well, I I listened to a few songs. I I just wish I had someone to fuck on a regular basis to play it in the background because you need something to mute the sound background. effects. Yeah, it is very much like candlelight and. Um, you some remember some of the songs on there? No. Oh. I don't. Okay. No, he's referring to actual candlelight. Yeah. No, oh, I, sure, I yeah. thought the candlelight was one of the songs. No, no, no. He's talking about mood, mood setting. Yeah, I was just trying to set the mood. We All right. some tea lights and we just sit around. Some, tables, some petals, yeah. cheap incense. That's what some I got milk from in the, in the bathtub. Why is that such a thing nowadays? I'm seeing everyone talking about rose petals and milk in the tubs. <laughs> Keldon, take me it's, away. So you can't see the semen. Someone oh, else who didn't want you to see climate. his semen. No, not a segue. Uh, sure. Not that segue. And the herpes. There is a two-part, four-hour HBO <laughs> documentary entitled "Leaving Neverland." You are not alone. And. <laughs> Remember the time. I don't know, man. He had Wade Robson. <laughs> Wade Robson and James Safechuck make some inflammatory allegations against Michael Jackson. A very vivid and visceral recounts of their time spent with the pop star. It's filled with one-sided interviews, mostly with Wade and James' family members. And they also sat down for an interview with Oprah. It turns out that Michael Jackson's estate is suing HBO for a hundred million dollars after this. And yeah, this is messy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the attorney representing the Jackson estate. They are coming for blood, blood for this. So my question is, I didn't watch the interviews because I didn't watch the documentary because self-care and that whole thing. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just can't do uh, stuff like that. I mean, it's things involving rape, slavery, um, child abuse. That sh- I just kind of stay away from shit like that. Just like for my own kind of like... Peace of mind. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I would love to know what you guys think about it because I didn't watch Ari, it. Have you, you haven't seen it? I you feel it. like you had a front row seat. <gasps> no I did have a front row seat to it. So disclosure, I was yeah. at the Oprah taping of it. Okay. So this was last. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Wednesday of last week. So we watched part one, and then we took a lunch break. Then we watched part two, took another break, and then we watched the interview that everybody saw that came after Mm -hmm. the documentary. So mind you, had I not got invited to that, I wouldn't have watched it. Because in my mind, I've already felt like Michael Jackson was questionable around kids to say the least yeah to say the least he's questionable for i mean just for grown man standards right all that attention to children and all that stuff was creepy to me but i have to say when watching the documentary i know everybody's trying to trash it as it being one-sided and all this stuff but real is real right right is right wrong is wrong I really believe their stories. Wade and the other guy, James, I think. Yeah. And it, and the reason why I believe it is because of how graphic and how very, very detailed from the beginning of meeting him all the way to the end after not dealing with him. It was just every little detail. I mean, even if, let's say, some of it was falsified falsified i still feel like there is some truth in Mm -hmm. it does that really change my mind about michael jackson and would i still be a fan of his absolutely not um because i i fortunately i am one of those people who appreciate art more so than the person because if i really wanted to like mute everybody whose personalities I didn't like as far as um, (laughs) honey I got a list Mm -hmm. and so you know so the thing is with Michael I don't even think about Michael the human more than when I listen to my favorite one of my favorite albums of all time which is Dangerous Mm -hmm. so I remember trying to oh he was he was in the closet yes remember the the time when he had one of them boys in the closet Yes. It wasn't Billy Jean. They weren't black, but they were white. And he wanted to be starting something. So I cannot with all of you. Come right on. Now. Okay. <laughs> so I, I I didn't watch the documentary, um or the special, whatever the case may be. I feel like we all kind of on some level feel like he's had he he was raised a certain kind of way. He was definitely a troubled soul. Um Agreed. not justifying any of his actions. Whether they're true or false. Right, thank you. But the man's dead at this point. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. I don't know what they're looking to do. I mean, I feel like his legacy is somewhat already damaged prior to this coming out. Yeah, well, his his estate is rumored to be worth somewhere around $2 billion. So I imagine that... Okay, so there's also rumors that Wade Robson was applying to be the head choreographer on the... This is it. This is it. And he confirmed it. He confirmed So it's not alleged. You're right. Okay. You're right. And he was turned down. Mm-hmm. You're right. And. Was it prior or. Let's timeline. So I want to say death, two years prior death. to this, two years prior to this, he testified in favor of Michael Jackson in another um, alleged sexual abuse. Really? Case. The second. So he did too. 
He did too. Yes. This this was the second time that he testified. For yes. This. Fast forward to the This Is Us tour and him being turned down, and then fast forward to. I want to say two or three years after that, that's when HBO comes into the story and this whole documentary rolls out. That's not to say that these allegations are untrue. Mm-hmm. That's just putting some perspective on the story. Right. Um, and I can't say, I can't say any of the th- same things for James Safechuck because he has been in abject obscurity since his time with Michael Jackson. Right. And in the documentary, he said he wanted nothing to do with that second trial that happened in the 2000s. Mm. And he was being threatened by Michael Jackson's family because he even talked about... Because I even heard The Breakfast Club when they were talking about they got some facts wrong because I don't think they actually watched it. But as far as his family's home being paid for, Mm. that was not when he was a kid. He was already like almost an adult or at an adult when... um, you know he was doing all these favors for his family because the one thing i want to say to take away from this i know everybody's really focused on whether michael jackson is his pedophile did he do it did he do it and even oprah even said it transcends that mm-hmm. it's more so when you watch the documentary and actually listen to the guy's interviews it was more so the moms pimping their sons out to michael jackson and then whatever happened allegedly allegedly right, happened. a paycheck was a paycheck yeah, in their eyes and it was and sometimes they didn't even get a paycheck it was just staying like way robinson's mom i mean like mind you they it wasn't even a troubled family mm. until the michael jackson situation mm. mom left so mom took wade his sister left the third brother which i think he's older than they and the father back home in australia to be with Michael Jackson in California and wherever else they were, wherever of the other residences that Michael had. Mm-hmm. And it really fucked over the father so badly he committed suicide like oh, years fuck. later. Yeah, because, you know, he couldn't take it. And then the older brother or the other brother, the brother who was left behind couldn't forgive the mother for that still to this day Mm. and then even james upchuck too because you know people want to say oh well you know it was the kids they wanted to be he wasn't even a fan of michael jackson like that he did that one commercial my according to him michael jackson wanted you know more of him around him because also too can i give y'all this other takeaway about this michael jackson by all means girl biopic that i mean it's 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 even bigger than what the guys gave in the interview because mm-hmm. me and my people who i sit with i won't shout them out by name because <laughs> where they stand with the people who uh-huh. are the don't powers really, that be right. yeah we have rattles <sighs> no but don't do it i ain't no 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 and i ain't because they have put me on and i will never jeopardize you, that relationship right don't be like kanye west own your masters Boop. And don't sign a don't sign somewhere I can't retire, bitch. Because if I, I think the, so, the main thing is <laughs> that really creeps me out. Beyond the testimony, was these boys, all these little boys that Michael Jackson had from the bad days all the way up until like mid two thousands, were kids who kind of look like him as he more transitions yes yeah like the boy who ended up suing him the second time or going through that second trial um he he was the one who looked the most non-white uh because all the other ones look white but james upchuck the way he looked in the late 80s 
that's how my um what was that album Dang- not dangerous bad bad yeah he kind of looked like michael jackson from the bad era and then uh wade robinson well oh no because he did straighten out his hair it looked more like michael jackson during the remember the time era or that's the whole thing it was oh my I mean, god it goes without saying that michael jackson was a weird dude i mean obviously and he's a fellow Virgo too. I feel bad for him. I but he's a perfectionist Virgo. As far as that crazy shit, we don't relate. I think that you don't go through your entire life and have this many rumors circulating and popping up and coming back and, and allegations and true. trials and none of all of this shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. None of this shit happens just because you were chilling in your living room one day and a band of little boys decided to come to your door, ring your bell, and say, "Oh, you raped me." That's not oh, how that worked out. Pee-pee. I think that I honestly think that a lot of these men who are adults right now who are going through this are in their thirties and stuff, and they're just now facing a lot of this shit that mm. they allegedly have gone through, and it is hard to kind of like tell your story about all of these things and I remember uh, one of the things that Wade Robson said was he looked at his son and said that he thought about the things that Michael had done to him when he was his son's age as he is now and it made him so angry that he wanted to tell the world his story hmm. a lot of emotional trauma yeah and of, of course and even physical but here's my thing with this whole finding I keep calling Leaving it finding thank you yeah. I, I don't know where's, there is a movie that's called finding something land finding R. Kelly oh no <laughs> honey they found him and locked him up too oh. but um but no as as far as this documentary I and the only reason why I watched it because I was invited by that whole Oprah right. own machine because if I not I wouldn't watch it mm-hmm. mainly because for all, what all these guys are going through, and then they're going to go through more scrutiny, I would have, I don't know, unless, I feel like they trying to seek some kind of, maybe not financial gain as, gain as far as money money, but as far as like opportunities that will turn into money after that. And the reason why is because that is something so traumatic. That it's going to take you a long time to really heal from that. Yeah, it takes you a long Why time not to find it, it on the low and on your own without the world now having to be a part of your journey in a judgmental uh, way? Unless you're kind of looking for something extra. Exactly. So I said the same thing. I said this about Bill Cosby's accusers, and I said the same thing about the whole R. Kelly situation. Um, that it takes it it usually takes victims a while to come to terms with the things that have happened to them there's a lot of blaming um shame fear there's a bunch there's a lot that surrounds that so like i understand uh that maybe this is something that just took a a while there's nothing there it, it just took them a while to really come to terms with it and finally speak out and say something about it i don't know necessarily if there's a monetary gain for this. If you think about it, Bill Cosby's accusers aren't going to get paid for anything. Right. Our Kelly's accusers aren't necessarily really going to get paid for anything. And if you just wanted a payday, I think telling your story about how you had a fabulous time with Michael Jackson as a child would have sold more books than 
ruining his reputation or whatever. Some more. Like, I, w- I would think that you would try to earn money on the nostalgia as opposed to earning money on what breaking down, quote unquote, right. the legacy. Huh. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I just don't think that if you're seeking fame, this is the way to go about it. I mean, to me, like you're saying is like, what's the point? Right. And if the point, if the point, if you aren't seeking justice, if you're only after money, why would you take this route? You know, why, mm-hmm. why go this way if that's all you're after? And that's why I prefer they would have done this while he was alive. Exactly. You know, because it would have made more sense. It would have, especially for them. It never would have seen the light of day. The documentary would never have seen the light of day. Michael Jackson and that machine would have put this under the ground and it would have never made it to the surface. Well, I mean, there was enough stuff going around at that time. They were, I mean, like he, the man lived with allegations and trials all the way. At least for like 20 20 years. Well, through the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And the 90s because the first case was in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost, 20 years. Like, 20, I want to say like 10 years before he passed. Things more. It's been more. More, yeah. yeah I mean, so. but he did it to himself. I mean, and shout out to Janet. I love you, sis. Please don't ever judge me if we ever meet in person. And he, I but, um, would prefer that she doesn't speak yes. about this ever. No, yeah. And not, she wouldn't. Like, she she's need so to. guarded about yeah. her platform that it, it's just, it's just, oh, it's fucked up all of round like but then i i have to say i do blame it on michael though and i'm not saying that he did it but i blame it on him because he has the you know he has the wherewithal to say i don't want these people around me i don't want this but even even if even if it was all that even if i do love kids it's about the optics man you have you're a a man well into his 30s with an amusement park for a home, you invite all of these kids over, and there's beds in every room of your house. Right, bro, this is weird. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Child. And how are your parents not saying something about this? Because oh, they're after a fucking paying. dollar. Like, just like um, that was most of the family. Homeboy. But I'm sure they told. Speaking them. of people after a dollar, oh. R. Kelly. Ooh, he don't have a dollar. Sat down for an interview with Gail King, and he recounts his sexual allegation charges and those long, cold, hard three days he spent in prison. Mm. He hoot, he hollered, he cried, and he even said, Y'all trying to set me up. I told y'all I ain't do this. Bitch, you deserve an Oscar for that. R. Kelly gave us his best Jesse Smollett impersonation mm-hmm. in front of Gail Clean, in front of Gail King. And I want to know what you guys think. R. Kelly can act, Jesse cannot. <laughs> she, she's telling, you, she's telling true. She's telling true. You, didn't, didn't R. Kelly give you like real pain? Imagine, yeah. Like Jesse was like, I fought back. I, I thought and for I, a second, for I a second, I was like, like no, girl, no. R. Kelly, like, Child, Emotion. if I just didn't know who he was, I would have believed him. So we don't like rooting around in the garbage because we threw this bitch in the basuda last week. No, but um, I'm from Chicago. I don't want to throw him in. No, R. he Kelly, did it to himself. R. Kelly, R. Kelly has done. Well, I mean, maybe not himself. the basuda, but definitely down the toilet. Oh, we have a toilet now. Well, I mean, she likes to pee, so. Ooh. You remind me of my pee. Pee on you. Um, yeah, I, I was being know. trapped in the closet, wasn't it? 
More like Somebody the basement. Got, uh, trapped in the closet along with the ten girls that he had in there. He was, they was oh, that was the basement. Yeah, it's the basement. Sorry. He the allegations are all over the place, girls. I don't really want to... <sighs> I watched a snippet of the interview. I watched, well, there's two parts. They yeah. only aired one part today. Oh. So there's, there's more tomorrow. What the fuck? Really? He well, has that much to talk They about? recorded about 80, 80 minutes. 80 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Why, are we, why are we getting R. Kelly's side to this story, man? Like, does it matter? Well, we needed to hear from him. Because, no, and uh, mind you, even though most of us have our minds made up. Right. Um, I still didn't mind hearing from him because... Here's my thing. Mm. And since you watched it too, um, what I got from it was if I did not know him, I would be like, "Mm, maybe he's telling some truth or whatever. But because I'm very familiar with his story and and all that that has happened, correct? Tell me if you felt it. Well, I love that Gail was calling him out on it. It's like, baby. I wish she called Aaliyah. Bitch. Because she, mind you, she kept saying underage, but she would not bring up Aaliyah. And the only reason why I feel like she did not bring up Aaliyah, because. She was not ruffling his feathers up even more. No, no, no. No, but mind you, mind you too. Or leave the dead in peace. There is allegedly a legal agreement between he, Aaliyah, and her family and stuff that neither side can talk about either side. So that was probably Uh. already prepped. So some people kept bringing that up because I was bringing that up to be shady, but I know better. But she kept referring, she's like, you really need to say you never fooled around anyone underage? Her face... I say what I say. She gave me the only auntie I know you're lying face. Right. And mind you, she did not flinch when he got up. I know you got that. I know you're hiding that behind your back. He did not get up to hit her or threaten her. No, he just got emotional. But she she She, sat there like a G. She like. Well, no, she said. So they asked her like after the co-hosts around were asking her afterwards. The wife was like, "Oh my god, your life was in danger." Right. She's like, "I was never in danger. I never felt like I was threatened. I knew he was emotional and passionate." But like I never, she said. If anything, I felt like I was gonna get hit by by accident. Yeah, which I could totally understand and when you yeah. get passionate like that. You, yeah. I don't. I don't think he was. He would be dumb enough to do anything to her physically on camera. So okay. So talk. And about also, his... it wasn't her that was doing. Like you agreed to this interview. Yes, he called for it, just like Jesse called for Robin Roberts. Even when his whole oh, well, we weren't gonna talk about that queen. But anyways, back to um, Ara, Miss <laughs> Kelly, Roberta oh. Kelly. So, um, Aura. So, the whole thing with him was his emotions were real. But they weren't real as in, I'm telling the truth, real. I feel right. like they were real. She's scared. Thank yes. you. Scared because I'm frustrated because y'all keep car. talking about this. No, 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 no. It's like, you know how you were a kid or even as an adult. You know, you caught in all your shit and there ain't no backing out. So your emotions that you're giving out is like, really I'm fearing, yeah. I'm fearing what's, it, what's going like, to be ahead of Like, you. you know, the belts in your mom's hand, you're about to get hit. <laughs> and, you're and you're like, crying. You're, you're crying. crying. Right. But she's about to give you something to cry about. <laughs> okay. okay. And that's what that is. He know he's going to prison. Mm-hmm. And you know, look, just. Just well, keep it on the download. Nobody has to know. No, you you fucked up, girl. Yes. You remind me of somebody's Jeep when you get into prison. Well, Some other things that friends. remind us of a Jeep is mm-hmm. Wendy Williams has returned wow. to the Wendy Williams show. Not a fucking Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> More like a Buick. <laughs> she no comes back for her weekly, sh- or I'm sorry, her daily show. 
And she quickly tries to dispel rumors of her husband leaving her and tries to give us some perspective on her two-month break away from her show. She blames it on her physical health and says that she's on the mend and it will never happen again. These are the most, this is the 50 days that she's been away from you and she has missed you and it won't happen again. My man will never hit me again, so I won't have to wear a sling on traditional television. She came, the, the wig was on straight. She didn't have her arm in a sling. She, she did or she didn't? She didn't. She didn't. Oh, she but sure she did not. She did talk about it during that. Child, she didn't talk about like how we want her to talk about like, bitch, did he hit you or not? Nah? Did he knock huh? you down to the ground or not? Nah? Did he... Girl. So she comes on the air Girl. and she tearful, briefly, tearfully thanks her audience for waiting for her. I came down the block and I didn't know if you would wait for me and I'm just so happy that you're here. Drama. If they weren't there, I'm sure she'd just pass out in front of the cameras again. Okay. <laughs> or, she could, or she could go back home for a month and a half. Okay. It don't matter. It's the, I heard the guest hosts were doing better than she was. I heard that there were rumors of uh, Sherry Shepard though. I'll give Sherry Shepard and Nick Cannon did their thing on the show. Nick Cannon was doing too much. I, I felt like and Nick he Cannon, won't give me enough. He was definitely yelling at my coffee in the morning. It was too much. Yes, <laughs> like bitch, like I got my coffee here and I'm trying to to calm it down and keep it. But you and you made uh, it hot and spill over. Uh, like, so and then he won't even talk about the celebrities. So should he come back? No. No. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Wendy. So she gives this... This is the thing about this comeback with Wendy. She gave us this kind of dance. Mm-hmm. This this media dance that she gave us. What She said that she wanted to show us a picture of who her husband fell in love with and who she fell in love with. So she pulls up a picture from the 90s of Wendy Williams before the plastic surgery, before the wig and the weave. When she was still sucking Eric Sermon in the Notorious Big, no tea, no shade. And that's when they met. She said the man she fell in love with was the man she met. And that's what she was looking like when she met them. And she said... Cut it if you want to, us tea. She said, you see this ring on my finger... Honey, I won't ask I'm you about my queen. marriage. Don't ask me about mine until you see this ring gone. And that will never happen in this lifetime. And that's why she should never talk about anybody else's marriage after Ooh. that. I think, see, my thing is, feel free to talk about marriages and shit. But if you're going to do it. Don't get mad. Then come back honey, and talk about your shit Like too. Roseanne Barr put her together. She was like, honey, we don't talk about husbands, do we? Who said that? Who said that, bitch? She very much tried to skirt that to the side. I saw that interview. She tried. She tried not to catch that reading shade, but she caught it because we all caught. We caught that. Her eye, those those eyes bulged for a second, and they went back in. But she she heard that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Like we miss Wendy though. And uh, and mind you, I'm throwing shade because I love her. She she's she's cute. She she's Judy, whatever, whatever. But I still gotta throw her shade because the real gag is 
she can't really be honest about her husband. She can't be honest. I'm sure He's co-executive producer. He's the person who put her on. Without him, she wouldn't even be, she wouldn't even be a long-standing, um, radio host, let alone being Wendy Williams, the TV talk show host. So you can't really bite the hand that feeds you, feeds you. And I'm sure he got all of the bones that are buried. Not even Sheree Whitfield <laughs> oh, from Real Housewives of Atlanta, honey. I want to know what she taught. Like, she didn't address the other house. She mm. didn't address the alleged pregnant mistress. She and didn't. who Reg really is to her. Not just best friend, from what I hear in the streets. Oh, her, her friend Regina? Reg, honey. Oh, Reg. You know it's a special friend when you call them Reg. <laughs> hey Reg. How y'all doing in Florida when y'all was coming out that pharmacy while Wendy was supposed to be in all the meds in and out the hospital per that press release that was released on her Instagram just a couple of days prior. No tea, no shade. <laughs> What you saying? What you talking about, sis? She came out the door. I said, what the hell? Y'all didn't see that photo. Shout out to Radar Online for making that go viral. Things I did not know. Dot net. (laughs) So I'm going to run through a couple of the stories really, really quick that we were going to talk about. But I want to get to the Q&A of the week. So here we go. Speed round. Luke Perry dies at 45. 54. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Luke Perry dies at 54. And some of you are now realizing that you are adults. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> shit. She next. <laughs> but no, rest in peace, Dylan McKay, Luke Perry. Like yeah. I I grew up on I grew up on nine oh two one oh, Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh. That was that was Early maybe five 90. years before my time. Yes. So like I didn't I didn't actually get into nine oh two one oh. Huh. 90210 came mm. out in 1990. I won't say nothing. So, the, Next girls topic. Let, <laughs> the girls let Victoria in on a little known secret that you don't She's cross trans. the trans girls. You don't, don't talk shit about the trans girls, honey. We will make you close 53 stores and some more things. Power the trans pussy. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with it. And, and the fat girls. And the fat girls, yeah, because they also... They was anti-fat and anti-trans. Yes. And they if you were fat trans, of, you was the double negative. You weren't a part of the fantasy. Something else that wasn't a part of the fucking fantasy. Mona Exchange and M&P have a little bit of drama. M&P is the Murray and Peter. Yeah, they're who, a producing company. They uh, manage a couple of the girls. And they, they, they manage the, the haters' roles. the drag queens on Drag Race. You Come seen again? all that team? Not lately. Oh, yeah. They used to be the oh, go-to honey. people when they when the show first started. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's they were like the, the main drag. management company. You would, all the girls would like try and sign up with them, but they've been ruining shit left and right. Trinity remember, remember back in the day. For them recently? Remember back in the day when Alan Chuck were like the go-to people for like the tours on the cruises. Uh, what happened to that? Because they, they fucked used shit to up be. also. They did. Yes. Cause they used and to have them at the, the drag- cruise. No, girl, you fuck up shit with drag queens. They ruin your life. Oh no, they're gonna spill all the tea. And Hello, Hello, always screenshots. Hello, let's start a production company with a damn name. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered. A little background Ooh. on this story: Monet Exchange is on the current, or was on the current leg of the Haters Roast tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets a call from Madonna. Oh, her Madonna's people. People. 
legendary asking her to be in one of Madonna's upcoming music videos Monet then turns around and goes to M&P and says hey I got this fucking once in a lifetime opportunity can I miss a couple of dates of the show to go and do this this video video. a legendary video once in a lifetime opportunity they say no Granted, on their part, it was moments before the actual show. It was like the night of the show. They tell her no. So uh, Monet goes back to her dressing room, I'm assuming, and um, quietly packs her bags. <laughs> and goes and calls her an Uber, calls herself an Uber XL, and gets the fuck up out of there. Right. To go be with Madonna, because when Madonna calls... Bitch, I gotta go. So apparently a couple of girls got the call for that video. Fifi turned it down. Fifi O'Hara was one of the girls. Why? Yeah, I mean, Fifi, I love you, but I girl, don't, I don't know what the issue, like, I don't know if you had to pay for your own flight or anything like that. I don't think you would, but it's, I don't know. But also Monet just got off a Pepsi commercial with Cardi B. So right. fresh. Mm-hmm. And she just won a hundred fucking thousand dollars. Hello. She's not doing it for the money. She's doing it for the exposure. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Hello. And so, uh, in light of this, and I don't like her. M and P come back and they say that Monet Exchange has been dropped from all future dates with the Haters Rose tour. And I guess they put that statement out to let their customers know uh-huh. that. But they did it like a really shady way on Twitter and Instagram. Very juvenile after, for business people. And it's not the first time they've done this. Yeah. Yes. After getting word of this, Trinity Taylor also comes out. And says, oh, amid all this controversy, I also will not be on this tour. So she packs her Barbies and goes the fuck home. Trinity is a stand-up bitch. Can can we give her that? And not just because of this whole money exchange situation, but for how she carried herself through All-Star Sports, Mm -hmm. parts, how she's holding and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I love her. So Class class act. (laughs) Plastic act, what did you say? (laughs) She said plastic act. I said class act. (laughs) Same thing. Same potato. So after all of this, M and P come out with a Twitter press release where they are letting the audience know that both Trinity and Monet have been dropped from the tour, and they do so by putting giant red X's over the faces of the girls on their promotional material. Meanwhile, on Facebook, the ad that they paid for still has them advertised as being in the show. And both girls had to come out and say, I just want you guys to know that they are still running this ad, but I will not be here for the remainder of this this tour. So they could get money for them being advertised on exactly. that. Or get that whole cease and desist and just shut it down. Cherry is on top. Fifi O'Hara comes out and says a screenshot of her Ooh. being asked to fill in for the girls. She did. And she's and like, turning it down. down. She said, nope. Also, I want you to know I will not work with M&P ever non-starter don't ask but they also got into it with other queens well Ginger Minge was also part of the tour she was the original MC yeah and she's been a part of the tour for a couple of years fellow Virgo sister oh yeah <laughs> September 7th I don't know Ginger but, but she um she part of her clause actually said that she could step away from the tour if she needed to for other obligations and they still told her no. So she's like, fuck this. They told her no 
when she was trying to go home to prepare herself for her grandmother's funeral. Right. Meanwhile, this was Come in your contract. On. This was in your contract, girl. So she wanted to leave to go be with her grandmother and everything for this funeral, or go and, you know, mm-hmm. handle your life. Yeah, of course. Her husband is actually still a part of the tour. He was uh, one of the managers that was, like, wrangling the girls in the back and, like, getting them together. He's he's been a he's been a part of the drag race family for a moment. He's the man he of the drag queens. Yeah, he knows how to wrangle cats. So that's basically <laughs> what it is. Oh, honey, you don't know how to. You, it takes a Superman to organize a room full of drag. Yeah, queens. I deal with you once in a blue moon, and it's still a mission. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, how do you deal with that I'm on like, the, the Uber's downstairs. The Uber's downstairs, girl. I'm putting on lashes and gluing on nails. Right. And I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm, I'm like, I'll like, just meet you at the venue, girl. See you later. Yeah. I'll put you at the end of the round. <laughs> These are facts. Um, so I said that because the husband then wanted to, at the end of his like run with the show, wanted to then leave and go be with Ginger because she was... And they wouldn't let him? Going through things. They fired him. Oh, wow. They wouldn't let him. He said he was going to go anyway, and they fucking fired him. Well, that's like a Tamar Vince from the real situation. You fire the talent, you got to fire the husband slash manager. Well. But I have to say this, though. Like, this is really bad for that M- those M&P guys. Oh, they yeah. already had it going against them it's for a while. too many queens that they are already doing wrong by. Uh-huh. And then also, too... Okay, business is business. As far as the whole uh, Monet exchange thing, mm-hmm. few days before the show starts, I could understand the ethics of it. I could, understand but at the you same upset, time, but not they could like, get any other drag queen to replace her for those three can. days. No, they, they can't get any. Cannot. They don't have that. No, can or cannot. Not anymore. They could have had this not been so nasty in the past. So then, okay, now playing devil's advocate as a business person, Mm -hmm. then I could, uh, I do understand why they decided to let her go. Now, the way they promoted the firing was very messy messy, and unprofessional. Definitely. But as far as them firing over that, because we as gay guys and who, I only like Madonna for the music of the 80s before she came from Mariah and Mariah still doesn't know her. Um, you know, I could understand that, you know, it's Madonna, so they should be okay with it. But if they can't re- find a replacement within those three days, yeah, it's it's kind of like, you know what, Monet, you should, either, if you want to be a part of this, then you tell Madonna no because you're already booked. Fuck that. Or I'm, first off, I'm pretty Madonna. sure I'm pretty sure she made more money that night than she did for that whole tour. fucking tour. Yeah. And see, okay, so, money, off, money, yes. First off, But bitch, what I'm does leaving. it do for the longevity? Because Madonna Monet's 2019. Fine. She is totally and, fine. That it, okay. it, no, to attach your name to any pop star, past, present, and or future at this point in a drag queen's career is it's always a step gold. up. To sit around and tell a bunch of hateful ass jokes with a bunch of bitches who didn't make it over and over again just so they can hack some coins out. I mean, which would you rather do? Honestly. Also, I mean, I would pick Madonna. Right. Also, oh. on top of that, the last year when they did the Haters Rose. One day had a hard time selling out. I don't. Know, I don't know if yes. you came with me last year. Were yeah. you there with me last year? When I was. We got moved around or something. We got and better they seats. Didn't, they didn't clear. They didn't sell out the auditorium. Right. It was like a bunch even of in New York. No, in New York, that's where we went to go see it. Yeah. And then also last year, Fifi did a fundraiser for the people in Puerto Rico. Yes. Um, 
And MMP turned a lot of the girls down from going out to do the benefit. They told Cynthia Fontaine and some other people. Ain't Cynthia Fontaine from Puerto Rico or one of those? I don't think she was on that haters tour, but she was whoever. There was like I think it was a couple of girls like uh, Pheromone and a couple of other girls. Pheromone too. Who got shut down from going to help the benefit from one day? Right. Also, um, they had the nerd ass Fifi recently if she would be on. Correct. That's so. After fucking her over. But then also on top of that, after this whole hoopla started going on, Bob and Monet are talking about probably starting their own tour with a couple of the girls. Love it. And I'm all here for it. Yeah, I'm here for that. Love it. I think that would be even better. Who who would you pick for like another two to go with those two? Um, I would I would love for Bianca to do a tour with the girls. Oh my god, yeah. She also does not need those bitches and can do this Bianca, all by her yeah, lonesome. Bianca wouldn't say yes to that. And she doesn't need to. No. Right. But I, but I would just love one date in the New York I would love that also. I mean, like, like a, think, like a think, surprise guest. I think Willem would be great on Willem show. would say yes. Alaska is probably too busy. But you could probably get Willem and Alaska together since they do their own podcast. You yeah. get something rivalry together. That's also... That right, that right that there is a booking. A great Oh, like a duo. Yeah. Duo, yeah. I mean, let's also, get all the drag queen girl, uh, drag race girls into Vicky podcast. and I are available also. We're not on Drag Race yet. But. I mean, but I tell... And you don't need to be. I tell very mean jokes. But we like and... being... You know, you could always got to support local drag. Yes. <laughs> Okay, guys, speaking of supporting your local drag, we asked you guys a bunch of questions. Past couple of weeks. For the last few weeks. This segment is something we like to call the Q&A of the week. And for the first time ever, we are going to read your A's from our Q's. <laughs> and I am very excited. Where's an asses? Um, <laughs> That was totally the wrong sound effect. <laughs> there we go. That was so okay, hold on. These bitches are musical chairs. I can't. Okay, so we asked you guys two weeks ago a question. The cue was mask for mask or mask for mascara, femme for femme. Would you bump purses and swap skittles with your sissy sis? And one of our A's was from at Charles Rockhill on Twitter. And he responds with at Shade Parade Pod. Masculine is great as long as they're not dude bros and fucking toxic. Fen is great. In between is great. I have my preferences, but no one is ever discounted unless they're a fuckwad. And I kind of agree with you, Charles. That means she'll fuck any and everybody. Thank you for chiming in, girl. <laughs> we appreciate it. I. And we also have our Q&A from last week. So that one was from two weeks ago. And our Q&A from last week was, as a queer person, what is one of the worst sexual experiences you've ever had? How bad was it? What went wrong? Is this story time? And oh, we have thing. a we have a great entry, an anonymous entry. Um, oh no, she didn't, oh, no, no. She, she didn't want to go anonymous. Oh, this I thought she did. Anonymous. No. Uh, oh, even better. Yes, please share. This is from at period end of sentence underscore on Instagram, and sis writes, "My weirdest encounter." <laughs> I was home minding my business when I got a message off Grinder. 
I see the boy had a nice body, but I didn't, but he didn't show his face. So I'm like, here we go with this game. So he sends me a pic of his face and I'm like, okay, yes, cute. I asked what he was looking for and he responds by saying some ass, typical. So I'm like, sure, as Sure, as long as you're clean, do you have condoms? When was the last time you were tested? Do you have results? He sends me a pic of his text results from two weeks ago, and I send him my recent results. He sends me he sends me his address. It's about 25 minutes from my house. I prepare myself in the restroom before getting on the road. Had to make sure my bussy was fresh and clean, clean. I arrive at the location before I go in. I send my location to my brothers, my best friends. You know, that's how, that's, that's, that's smart. That's smart yes. girls. Girls, please let people know where you're heading to. Sent, yes. Drop a pin. <laughs> <laughs> Last known whereabouts. So that you don't have to file a police report hoax. And I enter the apartment complex. I find a parking spot and text the guy, stating, I'm here. I get out of the car. Walk up a flight of stairs where I see the door is already open. Oh, this is set up. <laughs> I enter and he gives me a hug and asks me to remove my shoes. I feel like I should be, I should have like a fire crackling in the background as I tell the, the story. The day was black, right? Oh, we sh- well, you only take off shoes for black houses. That's not true. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm. I sit down on his couch as he prepares me a drink. He hands me the drink and sits on the couch far away from me. I'm like, you're going to sit all the way down there? Come closer. I don't bite unless you ask me. So he comes closer. We talk for about 15 minutes before deciding on what the next move will be. He starts rubbing his dick. And I'm looking like, is it hard? What is he rubbing on? He then pulls out his dick and it's not even a nice size. The best I can say is that he's rubbing on and it looks like it's going to get bigger. (gasps) Honey, that thing was a broken tree branch. (laughs) So I look at him and I ask, are you hard or is it me? He says, oh no, this is all me, baby. You don't like it? I start cursing myself out inside my head. I'm like, oh, well, hell no. I drove all the fucking Lithonia for some little whipping, limping ass dick. So, yeah, so he lives in Atlanta. Ooh. Wait, what part of Atlanta? I'm not sure. Lithonia. I no, that's know. what or, it's doing. 25 minutes from the <laughs> uh, That's when the thirst is real. Context clues. Staring at the wimpy, limpy dick, I say, nope, nope, I can't do it. But the guy was so sexy. I'm like, okay, bitch, get it in there and try. Put it in my mouth. We head to the bedroom. He attempts, he attempts to eat my ass. And it was whack. He's trying to bite my asshole. Uh-oh. He's not even eating it right. So I tell him to put the condom on so we can just act so I can oh, see no. how he fucks. 
Wimpy, limpy dick puts it in and it's just like, oh my God, I wasted my gas and time on another nigga. Time that I should have, I should have went with that, that wanted to link. I should have went with that nigga that wanted to link earlier before this nigga. I'm sorry. He must have been typing really fast. It's, it's grammatically difficult. <laughs> Shout out for your ghetto Blanche Devereaux reading of it. I love thank you, it. Thank you. Your loins were on fire, wasn't it? Is there more? Oh yes. Oh wait. I oh. tell him. I tell him to, to stop. Stop. I'm gonna go to the restroom and clean off. Honey, I put my clothes on. He asked me why I was leaving. Was the sex bad? I said yes. The sex was terrible, my G. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but hey, you wasted your time and oh shit. I'm gone. Don't worry. Your little secret, your little secret is safe with me. You're my little secret. And that's how we should keep it. And I still see him out when I go to the clubs, but I don't say hey or anything. The end. You don't say hi to Pee Wee? Pee No. That was the story of the wimpy limpy bad sex date in atlanta uh, that remind me of that damn um uh what do you call it bouncer i used to date back in the 90s when i was living in kansas city oh Hi, she couldn't Harry. keep it she couldn't oh. keep it. <laughs> he was in atlanta oh. oh maybe that's who maybe that <gasps> maybe, maybe, could that be eric text her and ask her if she lives in Lithuania. has he ever been shot in the leg before oh damn i was <laughs> Possible full circle oh, moment. Honey, did he used to be a a, a bouncer at um, what's that place called in Kansas City? Um, Shit, downtown Give me on some Broadway. Details. Specifics. Oh, Make what was the name? Mistake. If you black and gay and lived in Kansas City throughout the nineties and early two thousands, you know what spot I'm talking. Sokies. Is it? Damn, That's I'm put. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry for spilling your tea. Spill, I mean, spill. and mind you, this might not be Eric because it's a dude over forty oh, something. She's calling out names randomly. Oh, no. Uh, no, it's a real name. Ain't no random name, honey. Well, we have exposed. But mind you, the tea. no tea, no shade, no tea, no shade. Eric, I'm not talking about you. I'm so, sorry. guys, we wanted to personally thank was. you for your A's this week. That is Charles Rockhill. Thank you so much. And period, end of sentence, underscore, that story, mama, bitch, bitch, Mm. write in at me time. And if you would like to answer this week's cue, send us an email at theofficialshadeparade at gmail.com or, you know, hit us up on any form of social media. At Shade Parade Pod. Grab Twitter, Instagram, and just send them a message. Send us a DM. It's yeah. cute. We just put it up there. Dick message. Just let us know if you want to keep it anonymous. We'll respect. So for this week's cue, we are asking, in light of Captain America hitting theaters this weekend, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Who wants to go first? Oh, okay. Are I mean, you? I did put the question out. You did put the question out. What uh, superpower would you have? There's so many I would like. Or a no-gag reflex. Bitch, that's a superpower many of us already possess. No, what I, would you like to do? I... I can't. I can't. You guys. Uh, 
it's hard because I would love more than one, but that's being greedy. More than one would. Power. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, she meant DPing too. So. Look. I want to say something sort of the effect, either time control or something to the effect of like Doctor Strange. Because mm. I feel like Doctor Strange has like a check all box because he has like a book he can reuse to like get powers from. Mm-hmm. So something to that effect. I would like to control time, uh, backwards, forwards, pause, repeat, whatever I need to do in certain places. Yes, you can go to all the balls back in the 80s and 90s, bitch. Yes. I can walk into the museums and steal shit. Yes, my son queen. Go back and watch Legendary Peppa LaPeja, bitch. Peppa LaPeja. Peppa LaPeja. Is that everything? Yes. There's so many things you could do if you had. I mean, do I want to go back and like stop? What era do you want to go back to? I don't really. Um, maybe the seventies, but I feel like I come back with a lot more things than I would want to. <laughs> oh, um, that's what you get. DJ, what uh, superpower would you have if you could have any power? I think I would like um, the power of like super speed. So you trying to come quick? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> This bitch is looking at Instagram. Child, be careful of the question. How you answer the question. That has never happened. Who? Who said that? Guilty. Who said that? Who said that? For the future, I think she's going to end up moving to your side of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, okay, so for me, like, I would like super speed. Um, For me, I'm, I'm horrible with time. Super speed, just like running, or like running, or or even like like popping in like from one place to another, like teleportation, like like that. So having two bottoms and you just pop, come, pop into the other one and come. Remind you, you are around some gay men. So when you answer questions, you got to be very specific. When you generic, we will fill in the blank. So what does pop in and speed and time mm-hmm. consume of? You speeding. Let the record show. Going from one place to another. Yeah, it, with a matter of time. That's just that's just so, that's all these girls out here that's on the Tina girl. So you feel that's like, like they here one minute. So was that come. letter? You gave me more like and... Nightcrawler. Then is what you mean? Yes. <laughs> you want, uh, you could use uh, actual characters uh, for referencing points, but like I feel like you give me more Nightcrawler vibes. Uh, I miss Krakatina. Let's not speak her. Up. No, oh, we don't. No, no, we don't. Oh, do bitch, not summon think, her back I think, up. I think we got her kicked out. I think she getting evicted. I mean, we don't. I, we don't record there anymore, so we don't know. No, sanitize her apartment. Um, the girl, uh, fix the walls. They gotta, yeah. Well, well, fix fix all the walls. <laughs> Even the sugar she walls. Was Even the sugar walls. Waity, what would your superpower be? Can I have two? Sure. Okay. Uh, Why not? No, I, I want to go back. No, because you had two. You, <laughs> you had two. I suggested two, but okay. I was stuck to one. Because I need two because I need, need one. That's, I, I need two. Yes, honey. I need two and I need two. Uh-huh. So, so, you know, my not so shady side, my everyday sweet, loving, weighty side. I just wanted to give myself the power to have an endless money. You know, more money, more money, more money. Now, the original answer that I had was, I want to be able to kill bitches I don't like. So, you know what? Oh, and get away with it? No, it's just I press a button, they die. She want to pull a Thanos. Yeah. Oh, she'll yeah. snap snapping fingers. I thought she wanted to pull and she just step. I thought it was like an Ed Buck thing where she just like killed a bunch of people and then mm, No, press a button, she did. Press a button, you did. 
press the button, he dead. It's like Dr. Press Abel on the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, looked at me the wrong way, dead. <laughs> Came for me, dead. Shay, dead. <laughs> heavy, girl. Lasers Time, on wearing heavy. the same outfit as I did, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Deceased on spot. Yes. <laughs> Who wore best now? <laughs> I think I would like my superpower to be the power of the pussy. Yes! <laughs> I would Can like... we give him a standing ovation for that? <laughs> Vagina of the year, honey. Who died? I would Ooh. like to have... A very elastic, fantastic vagina that stretches out and allows people in like the TARDIS. I want to just shove stuff inside of it and just have it disappear. You'd be like, oh, where is it? It's in the 37th room down the hall next to the bathroom. I got you. So you want your vagina, bugina, to be basically Mary Poppins' bag. Yes! 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 I wanna, or or I wanna the Barney keep, bag. Or the Barney bag. Mints, some, some Midol. I need to have like a bandage, some deodorant in there, girl. We got like if you need some dental floss, <laughs> a little bit of prep is in there, girl. You just you and if you can't find what you're looking for, just put your hand in up until the elbow and fish around for a oh, little bit. Oh, child in that abyss, what can they find? Pure, oh, oh and pure. pure. Oh, well, you need the pure in order to go into in the pussy, because otherwise, pay the toll, girl. <laughs> This is like a reverse Pez. So yeah, for free. Men, fucking, fucking. What were you saying? What were you saying, girl? Oh yeah, feel free to send us your answers for this week's Q and A. Yeah, feel free to chime in. I love getting some messages from you guys. That was uh... and and tell us why you want said superpower. I feel like that that makes it even juicier. What? Tell us why you want said superpower. And oh. don't say world peace or some Mary Poppins shit, okay? Oh, I I don't want world peace. But no. I, I want a piece of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, you know what? On that what's note. That, what's up, Zaddy? What's going on? On that note. How you doing? What's your name, though? Thank you so much, Wadey, for coming through. Hey, I love you. Thank you, Thanks,